warmth in. So yes. You glue it and trap it in. Gotta save money on your Hell yeah. Give that money to me. Yeah. This is in your house? Or? No, no. Oh, okay. Damn. And pay for this? Yeah, they're paying for it. Oh, nice. Yeah. You're not done yet. Not yet. But they don't really care because they you have like your own timeline. Yes. Oh, that's why. That is very important. That's good. And do people have to pay you up front for these um, services? Depends on if like, like they want me box. to get if they want me to get materials and stuff. Right. I ask for a deposit so I can um, get materials and, and then keep some in my pocket. Okay. But other than I'm, that, you're I think doing, that's the way. Yeah, I'm doing great. You're doing good. I'm doing great. Do, do you enjoy these projects? Are they like therapeutic for you? Are they are. They, they are, and it's and it's good to like when you when you when it's the final product, it's like damn, I did that. You get to look right. at it. Yeah, you look at it. It's like I really did that. Um, if you guys are listening, welcome to the This Is Thirty podcast. I'm your host, Jernique. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is James Boney. And we have. And a- this is my co host. <laughs> this is my co host, Gene. <laughs> yes, we have friend of the show here, Gene. Yes, there's yeah. Nash 23 in the building. Um, how are you, Gene? I'm good. I'm good. What has been up since the last time? You haven't been on the This Is 30 podcast since December. December. He's been working, man. Oh, working, 2019. Working nonstop. Bless the work, you know. Um, that happens every single show. <laughs> every show. You got to turn this thing off, man. He doesn't know. Don't know. Um, so um you said just working? Yeah, just working. Really just working. That's it. That's all there is to do. Not much to do after that. True, true. So, so James won't have a reason not to say your name today because right. you're here. I mean well he did so, say my name. He said co host James. So yeah. still, still going. My, was, little <laughs> my little co host. My little co host. So we're going to talk about a few things today, but I really wanted to talk about neighborhoods and cities. Y'all know that um, coronavirus is still very real. Um, And I think that as a teacher, like I could see the way it affects different communities differently. Um, My dad always tells me like people in the hood are more susceptible to get sick because They're cramped up in buildings or in houses with, like, several people. Like, go quarantine. Where am I going to go quarantine at? I live with, you know, six people. I can't really, and I can't afford to be somewhere else. So I wanted to talk to you guys about, like, where you want to live or what's your idea of, you know, a perfect city. Like, we all live in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. So if you had to pick a town where you would want to, live with your wife and your kids, where would you go? What town comes to mind? I like Montclair. Montclair. West Orange. West Orange. That too. I'm from West Orange. But yeah. West Orange is nice. I love West Orange. But Montclair is yeah. fairly the same area. Okay. Yeah. And any other? Can you pick a second city um, that might come to mind? Second city, Hackensack. Okay. Yeah. So wasn't, That's way up north. Way but up north, yeah. I like Union. And Union. Union, okay. Union's cool because you know it's it's it's, in, it's right next to the hood and it's in the suburbs. So you get a little, a little know, bit of both. Yeah, and you know I'm hood, right? So I know you're you, a gangster. You, 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 you can take me out the hood, but you kill a bone. You cannot <laughs> take the hood out of me. Where Where are you from? Again? Hillside. Hillside. Oh, okay, that's kind of. That's kind of yeah. It's like it right a... there. <laughs> yeah. Um. So like you guys said to me, like you guys said. Towns that are probably heavily more more populated with white folk than they are black. 
Mm. Am I right? I wouldn't say that. It's very Black diverse. Lamb, most likely. Yeah. I don't know about West Orange. You think that, West Orange is even? It's getting there. Because when I was there, as a younger person, it was dominantly white. But when I got to high school, the it changed a little of, bit. You know, the, the, the diversity part definitely got bigger. See, yeah. I have cousins. I'm sorry, James. I have cousins who live in West Orange. So I do know that there's a little bit of mixture there, but. You you said like childhood wise you went to school with a lot of white kids. Yes, I went to I went to Hazel Adams Elementary, a lot of white kids. I was like I was probably like one of like five black people in there. How did that make you feel growing up? Uh, it didn't. It really didn't affect me because it's just like I was I was good. I wasn't like it was my my parents who were more worried for me than I was. Like my like before that school I went to a all black Catholic school. Okay. Then I eventually went to Hazel, and then like my mother was like worried sick because she thought they were gonna lynch me or something because mm-hmm. she she just had those thoughts in her head. And, right. You know. But it didn't bother you. It didn't know? bother me no because you know I was friends with everybody. Is this know? something that you noticed though? Like you you were aware of it? Yeah, I was aware of it because um, like when I would hang out with like my cousins, like the way their demeanor was versus my demeanor, like it was just like mm. I'm more calm and relaxed and more like. Edgy. Edgy, on edge, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I think kind of like when when I grew up, it was kind of like the the end of the 90s where being Haitian was still still being a target. Mm -hmm. I wasn't much of a target in West Orange as I would be in like the Oranges, the Orange East Orange, Irvington. So, okay. And James, what were you going to say? I'm sorry, I cut you off. You you never stated where you would want to live. If you were to get out of the hood, please. Maybe Piscataway. Um, Piscataway is probably one. And then um, I don't know what I would really pick for two, to be honest. Yeah, maybe somewhere in South Jersey, like Super South. Why are you rolling your eyes? I'm trying to think like the the diversity of Piscataway. It's pretty. I went to high school in Piscataway. So it's pretty. I think it's a good blend um, of all cultures. Um, But dang. So I'm so happy like you went to school with white people because mm-hmm. that's why I'm asking these questions. Like I feel like when we think of good cities, like they're typically cities with more white, white people, people in them. Right. And I always wonder like now that I like want to be a mom in a few years, like mm-hmm. I don't want to send my kids to a school where they're going to be one, one of one. Or like one of five in their classroom. I don't know. Like would you send your kid to like an environment like you grew up in? Yeah, I would. You would? I would because, well, that's just knowing that, like, if I were to live in West Orange and send my kid to, like, West Orange School District, I know now I'm good. Of course. Because there's, there's more of there's more of us than, than usual, but I don't know if I would do it back then because West Orange, like, my oldest sister went to West Orange, but she was, like, the only Haitian person there. Right, right. You know? So, it was difficult for her because English was her second language, so she had that challenge, so... She didn't want to piss nobody off. She didn't want to like make friends with anybody. You know, eventually she did that, but it was it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. So I don't know if I would want to put my kids through that. Mm-hmm. But it's like you turned out pretty cool. Yeah. Like um. So and you don't really have any um negative. I I feel like you you're proud of being black. Yeah. I feel like it can go one one way or another. Right. Because sometimes right. people have this like. I don't know. They just 
it's like almost, I don't want to say self-hatred because I feel like that's a really powerful word, Mm -hmm. but just like, I think some kids have resentment, you know, that grow up in environments like that because they just, they were treated a certain way or they always felt a certain way. Um, it's like a weird mix. Yeah, I can, I, I can understand where that mix come from because I remember growing up in West Orange, you could tell who was from down the hill and who was from up the hill mm. as far as like black people. So it was segmented, segmented even yeah, within. Like I, was, I was a down there. I, lived, I grew up in the valley and the valley is mostly known for orange. It's not really known for the West Orange part, but I lived in the West Orange part. Mm. And literally, I go left, West Orange. I go right, Orange. Okay. So I knew people from Orange and West. That's so why I always say like my true home is like Orange, West Orange, because where I grew up at. So people would talk to me like, "Oh, you, you might, you're not from up the hill." And I'm like, "What do you mean up the hill? What's that? Mm. What's that mean?" He's like, "Oh, you're not like this kid. Go talk to that kid. You'll find, you figure it out. You talk to that kid, and it's like English is proper, and he's it's like he's doing, he's like in all the honors classes and all that shit. And it didn't bother me at that time, but then like looking at it, reflecting it back then, I was like, damn, it's kind of fucked up how we kind of like separate ourselves like that right. within our own. So. And I didn't look at that kid any different because, again, he was human being like I was. Right, right. And James, what about you sending your kids to, like, a school where they're one of four black kids in their class? How would that make you feel? I wouldn't mind it, but I just need them to recognize that they are black. Yeah. There's, there's, when, before I moved to Hillside, I grew up in the suburbs. And there, we had a good amount of black in people. In Florida, right? No, oh. New Jersey. Oh. But there was, um. Don't roll your eyes. <laughs> but I, I know this, there was like this one particular dude to this day. Like he just, he just thinks he's white. Really? And it's like, it, and it's like he's like, what does that mean? What does it mean to act white? The dude, he acts white. In the drama club and stuff like that. No, nah, but he played lacrosse. <laughs> he played lacrosse. He's like, no, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Did he play, but, um, did he play like but, the flute? <laughs> no, but all all his friends, like the dude's name, the dude's name is. He doesn't listen, but his name is Hakeem. Right. right. If you ask him what's his name, he'd be like, my name's Hakeem. Hakeem. Oh, <laughs> he says it like that. Like, bro, your name is Hakeem. Okay? <laughs> He's like, name. like Hakeem. But like, you know what? I've been seeing this meme going around, and it's been saying, stop telling kids who act, stop telling black kids who act a certain type of way they, that they're, they're acting white, white right. because it's right. not good for their self-esteem. Right. It's it's stereotypical in nature. Mm-hmm. So what do you say about Hakeem? Like knowing that that's the fact that he is right. You shouldn't do that. But my biggest problem with Hakeem is that you need to recognize that you're black. And it was it was like a thing where he would like he had a switch. If mm-hmm. he's around black people, he's black. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But he's but it was like. But dude, don't like, we all code switch a little bit? I feel like it. We do. Especially yeah, being but kids could, of foreign parents, I, I gotta. I don't like it if you're gonna do it with the with the like if you're gonna hang out with your white friends and you're gonna act white and then you're gonna hang out with your black friends. I don't like that shit. Okay, you know what I'm saying if it's something right. with, with your money, that's something. I mean, okay. that's that's all you know, case by case basis. Uh-huh. But don't do it like if you're gonna hang out with like Brad and Bob and all them, and you're gonna talk <laughs> with Brad and Bob, cool. But if you're gonna hang out with Gene and James and all of us, then and then you switch like I don't like you just being fake. You being two different people. Exactly. Like, okay. You, know, you don't have to be my friend. You don't do that shit. Because I have a cousin. He grew up in a, in a in a in a white neighborhood, and he's married to a white woman, but he stays black. Okay. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't know how to explain it. I know what you mean. I I know I'm contradicting from what from what you just said, but 
he stays black. Like, he recognizes that he is a Haitian black male, and he has mixed kids, a white wife, and he, you know, he recognizes it. But, like, there are people who just, some, I feel like they're, like, that that dude I'm talking about, like, he's, he would he would Hakeem. <laughs> he feels like he was probably, like, it was like it was a mistake. Wow. That's what I get from him. You know what I mean? Like See, yeah. but then that's the next step because I feel like although we aspire to be in these nice areas, um, there are certain things that happen in these areas, number one. Like, for example, Union, South Orange, um, Maplewood, those are a good blend, blend blended suburbs, I would call them. But their schools are highly segregated. Like uh, South Orange Maplewood, I know, just got done with a lawsuit because they're cl- I, I don't think any black kids were going to like AP classes. It was right. insane. And then like there would be like an honors class for black people and then an honors class yeah, for white kids. People. And Union has its own issues. All my siblings went through most of their schooling through the um, Union public school system. And they told me that they they can remember two black teachers from kindergarten to 12th grade. That's insane to me. Like, so when you do live in these areas, I feel like a lot has to go on at home, like to, you know, teach and educate your kids to be proud of who they are. I just feel like that that can be taxing too. like having that responsibility can be taxing. Um, so what is important to you guys in a city? I know we're talking about school a lot, so I'm sure that's important. Um, but what else is important to you when it comes to picking the right city? Police. Mm. Police is big with me They're because good. I need them to I need them to know that I'm living in this city. So respect me as a taxpayer. I don't need you harassing me because of my skin color, which is in like mm-hmm. this the battle we're fact we're facing every day, but I need you to understand that I live in the city because I had a, like I lived in two parts of West Orange. I lived in the valley, mm-hmm. which is a little more you know there's no hood in West Orange, but there's a little more hood than usual. And then I we moved up the hill. We bought a house up the hill. When I, we moved up the hill, me and my brothers, my boys, I, we just hang out in front of the house. Cops would circle the block, mm-hmm. circle the block, circle the block, circle the block to the point where I was like, I'm going to stop the cop and ask him, "What's your problem? Right? What's going on?" And then you know that led to a different situation, but. It was just like, yo, like the respect thing, I'm big on that. Like if I come to this town and I pay your ten thousand, eleven thousand, twelve thousand dollar tax, whatever ridiculous amount it was at the time, you gonna respect me as a taxpayer. Right. You know I never really thought about that because right. that's something you have to deal with as well. Right. Like the policing that goes on and people some people being surprised that you're in that neighborhood. Exactly. That um too. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about you, James? What else? I mean, I was gonna say safety, but that that pretty much factors into what what mm-hmm. Gene just said. Okay, um, so safety. Do your neighbors matter? Like, I mean, I guess you won't know until you know, which sucks. But um, even if it's like a heavy, maybe let's say a mixed town, is it important that you live in in a in a maybe on a street that's blended? Um, yeah, not really. I mean, okay. I, for the most part, even now, like I just mind my own business where I live, even mm-hmm. even though okay. there is, uh, you know, lots of black people, mm-hmm. lots of Haitians. But if I were to move in where it's primarily white, I would mind my business the same way. So, all right, just leave me alone. I'll leave you alone, and we're all good. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like in, I don't know if it's, I feel like once you buy a house, you realize how important neighbors are. Um, they're extremely important. And even when you don't plan on getting to know them, you do. Even if, even if you're not buying a house, even if you live in a building, it's just, I think it's. I guess. I don't really know a lot of my neighbors. Yeah. They're I don't know. like, oh, hey, whatever. Right. All of our rooms. But you really <laughs> develop relationships yeah, with, house, yeah. with your neighbors yeah. on your street. Like, yeah. I feel like even if you think, you know, I'm going to just mind my business, it never works out like that. Um, yeah. You start getting invited to parties. You mm-hmm. you just every day in passing, you have real conversations. Um, anything else y'all could think of? You know what, I, what matters to me um, other than schooling and policing and stuff like that? I don't know how people live on main streets. It sucks. I, you like, like do you live busy, on a main street? Like Pretty streets. much, yeah. Oh, no, like a, well, not necessarily a, a main street, like, like. For example, people who live on, um, uh, I want to say like Burnett is an example, like in Union, mm-hmm. Burnett, maybe Vauxhall a Vox little Hall, bit, like Morris. those, ma- okay. yeah, Morris, but I know they take huge uh, decreases in the price that they pay for those houses. Right. No, because of where they're positioned, mm-hmm. um, but I would never, I need to live inside the right, neighborhood, right, right. like I don't. Right, right. I mean, that, that that's a challenge. Right, right. Because you're, you're on a busy street, so. Do you guys think that um, we have the power to build our inner cities up? For example, I was born and raised in, I was born in Newark, raised in East Orange. Um, but East Orange is never making it to my list of pl- places that I want to live in the future. Even though I love the city. There's, there's, um, a, there's a very nice part in East Orange. Yeah. You, you go through, you like, this is East Orange? True, right, true. Right, where, uh, right off the park, right off the park. Antonio lives. Antonio lives yep. right around. Yep. Antonio lives in that section. Yeah. So when I'm there, when I'm at his house, I'm like, this don't feel like he's, I, I'm not trying to be funny. Right. <laughs> like they have a lot of nice areas, yeah. I feel like, in East Orange, but I just feel like, you know, right. the mixing of it all. Right, right. But why do we run from the hood so much? Like, and do we have the power to like i said build build our hoods to what the suburbs are we run from the hood because there are people in the hood that wanted to stay the hood and when and they define the hood as a place where they have to do things in a matter of acting up if you will so crime yeah like where they just you know they just have to do shit. Like but that. are they just simply products of their yeah, environment, yeah. or are they yeah. like which one is it? Like, did you see that Trump tweet when he's talking about how he's gonna not build low income housing in the suburbs because he doesn't want the property value of? He's like, don't worry, guys. You, whatever he's talking well, about, your, your your values won't be lowered by me building. I mean, it's it's. It's no different than any other real estate person. He's not, I mean, he shouldn't be saying that. Okay. Period. But he's thinking like, if you think of real estate, you want to buy a cheap house, you go to the hood. Mm. You get an expensive house, go to the suburbs. That's just what it is. It sucks. But the reason it's low is because crime is high and nobody wants to live there. And, you know, you you want to, you're not comfortable there. But then I just feel like, I agree, but then I also feel like, damn, 
then nobody else gets a opera. There's people living in the hood. Like right now, a one bedroom apartment is in the hood is the only thing affordable, even for college graduates who, who went to school and have really decent jobs. Like, I don't think it's normal for us to be paying $1,500 and more for a one bedroom apartment, but that is the standard. Like it's, it's pretty, it's pretty common. So that's my problem with some of that because I feel like if all I can afford is the hood, I don't want to be here. And is my only my only way of getting out is making more money so I could just pay more money. I mean, you know, use more of my hard earned money to afford a more established area. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's just, I just feel like I mean, it's, a just, it's a revolving door. It's a revolving door, but like. We, we got to, like, literally start being financially stable as a race. Like, mm-hmm. we have to do better with our money. You know, we can't just get money and just leave and then forget things. You know, I know it's like, you ever know, it's like every rapper, every entertainer, every athlete, they just leave. The, they don't they don't really come back and, like, build stuff back right. up. You know what I'm saying? So, hopefully with these new millionaires and new billionaires that we have who are black like us, they can reinvest in the hood and give everybody a better opportunity. You know, but how do you, you think how do you think Tulsa, Oklahoma would have turned out if they never burnt it down? I don't know. I don't even know. That's always that's that's a, that's a big mystery because. But they're doing the same thing now. They yeah. it's just done corporately. Oh, corporately. It's yeah. done. That's how I feel. The same thing that that was just direct, like horrible. But now when Trump tweets things like that, and we see how I can't get a loan to build create a business in this town. Because of the, it's the same thing. They just found a better way to do it. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's sad. It's sad. Any last comments on this neighborhood talk before we move on? Nope. No? Not for me. All right. So now I want to talk to you guys about dating. Hard left. I took a hard left. Um, um, so we're going to talk about the do's and don'ts of dating in 2020 in during a pandemic because you know corona has changed things a lot um i have to show you this video i I think i meant to show this to y'all before we started recording but me and anthony a few years ago yes it's on youtube no 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 it's actually unlisted i took it off but um me and anthony did this video of do's and don'ts of dating so five do's for each of us and five don'ts for each of us. He was clearly male perspective. I was female. And it was when I watch it now, I'm just like, you are an idiot, girl. You you're or dumb. You evolve. Huh? Or you evolve. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to look at it. But I just felt like some of my ideas were so stupid. So anyway, I kind of wanted to do an updated version. Um and get y'all perspectives as well. Um, so what to be successful at dating, not even at relationships, just at dating, what are like maybe some things that have to be done? What do you think will set the foundation um, for successful dating? I have be open and be optimistic because I'm very, I'm very pessimistic. I think, I think every guy's a player. I think they all have a hidden agenda. I don't think anybody's serious. Um, so that's those are the ideas I come in with. Right. 
What have you gone through? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I haven't. I see. I see everything. <laughs> so with that mindset, has that gotten? Where has that gotten you? Well, well, I don't. <laughs> yeah, he has a point. I'm not trying to be a dick, but like. Well, that's why. That's why my me. I'm saying that right. you should be optimist. Optimistic. I'm trying to change that. Yeah, I heard optimistic, and then I heard you're a player. You but that's how I feel. Like, I'm wow. trying to be more open, but I just I've seen yeah. some things. Nah, yeah, 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 I haven't. Yeah, yeah. I've experienced few things, but I've seen a lot of things. Well, I'll say one thing about dating, to, to at least for the man perspective, to get a good foundation. You gotta have money. Like I'm not trying to be funny, but you gotta have money because mm. you know, and I, you don't have to like probably be like a millionaire or something like that. But, but you gotta be comfortable spending. You gotta be comfortable spending money, man. Because you know, girls. You know, I mean, nowadays it's 2020. Let's keep it real. Yeah, girls like a man that spend. Girls. We're what? Expensive. Yeah. Oh, expensive. Y'all eat. Y'all love hookah. Y'all. <laughs> I don't uh, love crab legs. Like that stuff ain't cheap, man. So to any guy that's listening to this, make sure you get your bag right. Get your bag right first. It doesn't have to be the biggest bag in the world. Shout it's, out to the ambulance. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, your, yeah. they're agreeing with yeah. Gene. Yeah. Get your bag right first. That's that's one foundation I have. Okay, so money. So you think that a guy who does not have his money right or is maybe struggling financially should not be dating? I wish I would give him the advice to not date, but guys are idiots. They're gonna do it anyway. Mm. I agree with I agree with guys that. Idiots gonna do it anyway, and then they they run into these problems where, you know, like like I, I know this one friend of mine. She she was like, oh, the guy told me he had this, he had that, and then come to find out. He's living with his mother in the basement and all this other stuff. He told her all that stuff to get her attention and possibly get intimate with it. But, you know, he didn't get that far, obviously. See? But, See? But I, I get what you're saying. Okay, think of something else. Number two. Number two. Something for successful dating. Mm. Well, I don't know if this really makes sense. But I want to say, I don't know if it ties into having money either, but you, you kind of want to have a car. <laughs> okay, so you should have a vehicle. <laughs> yeah, like. Um, why is that important? Make Break sure it down. Clean. Make sure it's clean. The car has to be clean. Yeah, but you like listen. You don't have to have. But yeah, you you should have a car. You should have a car. What about Uber though? Right, there are times to use that. That's why I said like, but you kind of want to have a car. What right. about somebody who's not into driving? Right. Like or or, a city or boy. like you live in the, the right. City. You don't or, really need a car. Or is just unable. I know people, females and males, who just can't pass the driving test. Like, I li- literally, I know people, they um, and they just rely on like Uber and stuff like that. I, I don't know. It's it's kind of tough because I know I have a friend. She lives out here, and she works in the city, so she meets a lot of guys in the city, and she finds it a little tacky for when a guy asks her out, and then they be like, "All right, so meet me in the city," and then they Uber around. But what if when it's time to do something in New yeah. Jersey? It's like, all right, come to Jersey, move around. But you That's think right. it's tacky because what? her lifestyle is because you know Jersey, everything's kind of it's not really spread out like the country. But mm-hmm. like you know, you need a car, right? Obviously, but in New York, you don't need a car. She really she the, her thing is like she she would like the she would like the the whole thing like to get picked up and have the door open and all right, that stuff, right, right. and it's not really the same the aspect. I mean, it, it kind of can be. I, I don't know. I never really thought about it like right. that. But you can open the door for Uber. Why not? But I don't know. I just feel like you need a car. My yeah. uncle lived in the city 
for a long time. And I I think maybe my uncle might be 45 now. Mm-hmm. And I want to say he probably came to America, I would say maybe late 20s. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he got his license until he was 37-ish. 37 um and i don't know what took him so long it was just convenient but you know a lot of people don't like driving in the city but he eventually got a car Mm. um and that's how he travels um so for some people i don't know and like i have an aunt who also lives in the city um she has not been able to like pass her driving test Mm. like i i've even gone out there to let her drive my car and have her help and it's just like Teaching a grown person that's older than you how to drive no is very, yes, <laughs> no it's fish. very difficult. Um, it's not meant to drive. Listen. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> So another thing that I think will help people be successful at dating is to like, um, maybe I'm speaking for the females, mm. let go of the list. Like, mm. so if he doesn't look or come looks is the most important thing and I don't mean like just facial wise I just mean like build height all of that if he doesn't look like your dream man that doesn't mean you have to say no um so is this a blind date um well I mean like type wise type wise yeah so um I have a very specific type I talk about it all the damn time I talk about it all the time I have a specific type (laughs) <laughs> and and it's I'm learning to like just chill on it, like you know. So do you feel like you? Could, well, that's a different topic for another day. But anyway, um, so you can date a, a five eight man now. You you'll possibly. How tall are you? I'm five five and a half. Oh, okay, so you can date a five eight dude. Okay. And do what? Wear flats for the rest of my life? <laughs> Why not? Fine, yeah. You'll be fine. <laughs> they, hurt, they, hurt you, they hurt your feet anyways. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't do it. I cannot. I can't. But you just okay. I'm I'm opening up. <laughs> when I think about that, I I feel I think about like the area that I am okay with, like you know. Chilling, I feel like maybe God might send me a light skinned man, like yeah. <laughs> not like in the high area, right, like yeah. maybe the tone might be off, maybe he might be an entrepreneur. Because I'm very, I want stability, like maybe I'm not maybe an entrepreneur. I'm, maybe he's gonna be like, I don't know. Um, because yeah. I'm, I would never like entrepreneur. What are you doing? Right. Um, yeah, so, so you would say to the ladies, let go of the list. Yeah, let go of the now, list. Rip saying, the list. You saying let go of the, the, the physical list or the, the well, well, I mean physical, like the way he looks or just whatever's on that list altogether? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about the other list because when it comes to character traits and when it comes to certain things that you want, I think it's okay to compromise in certain areas, but there's some things that you, I just feel like, nah. Especially right. at my age. I'm 31. I just can't... I can't take off certain things off my list. Like, when it comes to job. When it comes to um, emotional security and things of that nature. I can't. I can't. I have yeah. actually... I'm sorry, Jean. Yeah. I have cue cards. Uh, index cards in my drawer. In my bedroom. And I think I have four full, full ones. I wish I mm-hmm. would have brought them out. But they have all the things that I want in a man. Four pages full, I think back and front. Um wow. and <laughs> wow. I want everything on that list. 
I, I would like, you know. Where you gonna find this man? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Shit. And the Serengeti, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys have another one? Uh, successful dating. Successful dating. I'll be clear with your intentions. That's one for the guy. Mm. Be very clear with your intentions. If you're just if you're dating to date, say I'm dating to date. If you're dating to marriage, say I'm dating to marriage. Say if you're whatever the hell your intentions. Do you think that has to be asked, or do you think that a guy should be up for up like you know both? Because okay. guys, we I'm a guy. Do am I gonna tell you 100 percent from the door? Probably not. But I think guys should start practicing being up front. It's a good way. Day. It's a good way to you know hike up a conversation. Right. Okay. Right. So that can that can help with the dating. Right. That can help. Because then. Women like to pick men's brains. Okay, so this is the question, the follow-up question I have for that. Um, for, do you, sometimes I'm I'm a little weird. I feel like asking those, how early on do you ask those questions? Because I feel like it can be scary to a man. Like, I don't know how, what I'm trying to explain. I think you should ask these. But I just feel like, if y'all are like in the texting stage and maybe you might have just met him, like I, I don't even know if I want to know your intentions until I know that I like you. You right. get what I'm saying? Right. I don't really care about your intentions until I know that I'm interested. So when do you when do you have that conversation? Because it's like I'm not trying to if you you guys both don't know what's going on yet, mm -hmm. I'm not trying to scare you because I'm like applying pressure or something. If you don't know, you don't know if you like the person, right? But then they say, like, I want to see, I want to take this as far as it can get, and meaning, like, that's, that's make a, you a wife. That's muddy waters. I want to take this as far as it can get because that's, we could go to the door. But, you know, the, the what uh, a marriage is, is, is as far as it can get, too. True. So, um, but okay, okay. Maybe a better question is: <laughs> Have you ever been turned off by a woman asking about your intentions too soon? No. No. I haven't. Okay. What about you? No. No. Or something along that line where you want, where she says something to you and you like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You've never had. Not, that's never happened it, to you. Guys? I don't. Feel I would say never. I would just say, it, it like if I if I heard something and it, it it threw up one of my red flags. Yeah, I'm probably gonna back off. Okay. That's what I would say. But I think that's anybody that's dating. If you hear a red flag and it might trigger some bad shit or whatever, you're gonna back off. Or it's something you don't like, you're gonna back off. It is what it is. But as far as like. If she had intentions and she's telling me what she's dating for, did it stop me? Probably not. Or if she had an inquiry about your intentions in some way, shape, or form, right? right. Have it has it ever alarmed you? It hasn't alarmed me, but the I'll be real with you. The only time that's happened to me is when like we're well into each other. Okay. When to that point where it's like, you know, girls ask that question like, "Oh, what are we?" Like, "Oh shit," mm -hmm. you know. But we yeah. are farmers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like that. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, be upfront with your intention because I've seen this movie too many times where, like, 
went out up front and we're just having a good time, like we, it was a vibe or whatever. And then once it gets serious or something something comes up, you know, we're like, oh, somebody's asking, oh, what are we? Well, I thought we was this. I thought we was that. Mm-hmm. And, and now, now you got another. Now you're you're you look like a fucked up person. Maybe the guy, or even even as a girl too, mm-hmm. and then now you hurting this girl. Because women can be toxic. Yes. yes um, yeah. Okay, so this is a question for both of you. Um, do you think that a successful relationship can be built? A sex, a sexful, <laughs> a successful relationship can be built off of two people who initially um, engaged in a. In a sex relationship. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now, saying that, hmm, in, I feel like traditionally when women experience this, so maybe like a, a, a situation, I don't even want to call it a situationship. The relationship that begins with this man is based off of sex. And then I guess just through time, feelings start to develop because when you right. having sex with somebody it's gonna happen um i personally think but then um so what happens if she wants to have that conversation about your intentions later but you're using the basis of kinda this was always this has always been a sex thing what are you talking about not to say that you don't care but Kind of like also you knew what it was. Like why are you expecting anything else? So the, you guys get my question? No. Well, I mean, it's, it just sounds like a case of, you know, and guys, we, we do this a lot. Yeah. Having your cake and eat it too. Well, the reason I'm asking is yeah. because you both said that yeah. a successful relationship can stem from something that began as just sex. It can, but I mean, the success rate for that is... It's not as high as So as, it can as happen, be. but it's low. It's the, low. Okay. I want to say low. I'm not going to say low. I know plenty of people that got in relationships where they started doing whatever they're doing at that time with their business and end up being in a relationship. I've seen it happen. There are successful stories with it. All I'm saying is the reason why, at least from a guy perspective, is like, all right, now, now you want to get serious. Now you want to put a label on it. Mm. That's, not how, that's not how we started. Okay. You know, it sounds like, a, I mean, that's a scared man. That's the, that's the way I look at it. I would not have asked you guys the follow-up question if your answer to the sex question was no. That's the only reason why I asked it. Um, Because I just feel like, um, generally speaking, I do think that we can agree that sometimes women give themselves to men thinking that, I don't don't know, I don't want to speak for all women because I know women, um, especially in this, you know, WAP age, um, I know that women... Are very they want to be yeah worship and praise. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Women want to be sexually liberated, and they want to feel like we could talk like niggas, we could act like niggas, blah blah blah. I don't subscribe to that, but whatever. Um, I feel like everything has to be done in context. Like, so it's cool, get your shit off, but I think there's limitations to it. Um, I don't feel like you should, you know go around whoring for the sake of sexual liberation. Yeah, like, right. um, but that's the argument. It's legit the argument. Women are sexual free beings, blah, blah, blah. So there are those women who like, okay, I'm linking up with this guy because I want what I want. But I feel like 
in more than more than the latter. There are women who give themselves to men because they think it will produce something. They think that it's going to turn into something or, you know, he wants to sleep with me because he cares or if I sleep with him, something's going to happen from this. And I don't think it's a conscious thing. I don't think they think that, but that's the only reason why they trust so quickly and give themselves away so quickly. So, damn, I forgot like the question I'm really trying to ask. Um dang. But dang, <laughs> I lost my thought. But basically I was basically saying like when something when something like sex happens early mm -hmm. and then she's questioning what what happens later it's like mm -hmm. she never really got to to find out what the thing she should have found out mm -hmm. because she might have just been going with the flow yeah, or thinking flow, that yeah. it would put her in a a good position or whatever the case may be. I don't know why. I don't know. I'm no, I'm mad. I don't have an endpoint to that. Um, <laughs> okay. Can you guys think of one more? Can you guys think of one more? Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm pouring ginger ale right now because I am a little hungover. If we want to be serious. Um, I don't know why this is such a hard topic for me. Wow. I don't know. Like dudes and adults. Yeah. Well, we're doing dudes, right? Yes, we're only on dudes right we're now. Only on dudes, so it's because dating in 2020 is hard. So so far we have money, intentions, be optimistic, rip up your list. Um, did we say anything else? I said, I don't know. And ask questions. Ask, questions. ask, ask um, the important questions. So you're asking for six right now. You said five. Well, she did five originally with her. Oh, okay. The other fellow. Yeah. Um, Thank God somebody's here that's paying yeah. attention. But um, I don't know. I don't have a. You don't. You can't I, just, I probably have like a, a regular one. You know, I, I guess when you're actually in the date, you know, you expect each other time. Because I'm sick and tired of like being on dates and picking up a girl. Hey, be ready by nine thirty. I can see a house by nine twenty-five. You're not ready. That's a good one. <laughs> that pisses me off. <laughs> I said, that's a good one. Never time because I'm making these reservations. You know what I'm saying? Now I have to. Call the, the restaurant up, let them know, hey, we're going to be, you know, 40 minutes late now because, you know, you're not ready. You didn't get your hair done or whatever. I don't know. Whatever this shit is. You know. Mm, do you if agree with that one? Yeah, but, you know, sometimes I'm late. Sometimes. <laughs> so, you're the <laughs> so you get it? I get it. Um, I think that's a really good one. I don't like waiting for people. Yeah. And I feel like. If you are going out on a date, that's going to change the tone oh, in the beginning because I'm going to be annoyed. Um, so that's a good, that's a very good one. Um, be punctual. Um, I'm trying to think of one more do um, to be successful, but I really can't think of anything. I like, I think like in that video, I was talking about don't text me all day. Don't don't talk to me <laughs> like I was basically saying crazy shit. Like but now you want that. I mean, that's not real. I, I, I still don't want to be. I still don't want to be text all day. Yeah. Um, but don't, don't it was the me. it was the aura <laughs> of wh in which I was saying it, which I don't necessarily agree with. Um, you gotta be, you gotta be, um, be present, mm -hmm. but you don't have to be like a constant. Yo, you know. Yo. But be present. And I feel like it sounded in that video that I didn't want to be bothered at all. Like, um, 
And I think I I was saying crazy stuff. It's a phrase. It's a I was phrase. I was saying crazy stuff. All right. So what are some things you guys speak? Well, you kind of just talked about one, but what are some things that throw you off in 2020 when it comes to dating, like with women's behaviors, like that you don't, you just can't get with, or it, it can either turn you off or it just throws you off. You don't understand it. When they, when they say, oh, I heard about you, ah, you pissed me off already. Mm. But what if they did hear about you? If you're going to go by what they say, then you can cancel this date right now. Cause all you, mm-hmm. you already have a prejudgment about mm-hmm. I got no chance. You know, I mean, you can change women, it. You know, women, well, shit, you trying to change a woman's mind? You can change it. But well, that's, the, that's always the, the goal because... Uh, that's the goal, but now I... Now, not only I have to get to know you, I got to prove to you that I'm not whatever you heard I was. I feel like when women say, I heard about you, it's not like as negative as guys take it. I think she's just like telling you that she's done her background right. on you. And it if if it were significant enough, she wouldn't be on the date with you. Um, so I feel like it's just like, you know, and I think we're, we think that's a good conversation starter. <laughs> like, I think we think like it'll get you talking. Um... So, no pre-talk about my life. Pre-judgments. I mean... Pre-judgments throw you off. Yeah, that, it does throw me off. It doesn't, doesn't kill my vibe, no. But it does throw me off. I'm like, what's going on here? Like, am I being interrogated or what's this? Do you guys do background checks on girls? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yes or no? I'll say this. Guys talk more than girls. Maybe I hear that a lot. Guys talk more than girls about girls. But um, me personally, I you know you don't do background. I don't do background checks. I like to go off the vibe that we have. What about you, Jane? Well, it depends on the severity <laughs> of it. You gotta check. You gotta check the facts. You gotta check, check, check the facts. Check the body count. Body count. Yeah, here we go. Body count again. Back to episode one. Ooh, she got stern as hell. She got stern as hell. <laughs> why does the, why does body count matter so much? If a girl had, if you found out that a girl had a girl that you really liked had a super high body count, would that steer you away? It's not the the, the count itself. It's who is on the report. Yeah, you always say this. So yeah. So, so the count doesn't matter. Yeah, but no. But it's really who's on the report. Okay. Yeah. But what if you don't know who's on the report, but you know the count is like I don't know twenty or something. Um, if it's 20 and I don't know them, it's fine. As far as I know, it's two. Eliminate the zero. I don't know. Do you guys believe women all lie about their body counts? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All of them? them. (laughs) (laughs) I think that the, I think what the rule is, like, whatever number they give you, you add, like, five or some shit like that. You've been listening to J. Cole. (laughs) Um, That's actually American Pie, actually. Oh, really? Um, I hate when you guys say this. I couldn't tell. I wish I wish I could get up on my high horse, and uh, I can't stand when y'all say this. It makes me mad. Listen, it's life. All right, get over it's it. It's no, get it's not it. life. Y'all cannot cap all women. You think all of them? <laughs> no, I'm not, I said absolutely. I'm not going back away from. Oh my god! I, said absolutely. I can't. It's so. Rude. I'm not saying it's a deal breaker. It's not. A, I mean, for it's me, so rude. It's, not my deal it's breaker, so but, disrespectful. Uh, 
Um, Try to feel great. All right. So pre, so y'all, y'all don't do background. Well, James will do a background check. Mm-hmm. Um, Gene doesn't really care. We do background checks. Absolutely. Right. I need, I need a full report. You just send, you know, a name. You send an IG page. Mm-hmm. Your girls within twenty four hours. If you have a really good, <laughs> if you have a really good click, um, you'll receive everything you need to know about said yeah. guy, including maybe his social security mm. number. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm just kidding, but I'm not. Um, it's not a bad thing to do though. Um, I think that it's not a bad thing. However, I think that a lot of the information that um we get about people um is usually tainted um by something. Mm-hmm. Like there might be facts in there, but the way it's presented or the way that person acquired the information, there's a lens or a context that's missing that could really, really throw you completely off. Um, and social media is not the greatest place. I think that's where we find most of our information. Um, even the people who are giving you the information, they know what they know because of social media. And I I feel like you're completely out of context on social media. So, um, that can be dangerous. I think it's a good thing, but it could be dangerous. But at the same time, on the contrary, it could be a good thing as well. Well, whatever, whatever you just said, but, um, say like we were talking the other day about, you know, aggression, men being aggressive towards women. Mm-hmm. So it's good that you do a little bit of research because it's like, oh, I know somebody that went out with him and he was a little aggressive. Okay. Then, like that's something you could look forward to. Or what Gene was just saying, if I look into, if I do the background on a woman, he's like, bro, she's not going to go out with you unless you buy her red bottoms. <laughs> you know, there, there can be research like that too. So it's always good to do. You know what I mean? I feel like there's an exception to all of those. Even though I get what you're saying, I just feel like there's an exception. Even like the aggression, I just feel like women put that on men a lot. Like, I don't know. Granted, if you have multiple sources that say he's aggressive, he's usually aggressive. Um, But I do think that some bad uh, characterizations get placed on people that aren't always true. Right. So. Right. But like, if it's something severe you might want to step away okay right. or at yeah. least dig deeper yeah okay and if it's something like oh like he's a womanizer all right who, there's a lot of people who are womanizers mm-hmm. it's like, all right let me see why he's a womanizer he's like right. a woman beater like he probably not want to date him yeah oh yeah <laughs> gotta stay away from those um can you guys think of anything else oh james you didn't tell me it's something that throws you off like with women and dating now yep especially over 30 what throws you off I haven't been dating a lot, so I, I can't. I don't know. Girls in the house and shit, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. Right? Oh my gosh! You building the house so that when so you find shorty, uh, you ready? She's just gonna be move right in. Right. I like that. I like that. Kudos. Two, two story closets. You know. You right? know. Maybach music. <laughs> um. Um. I don't know. I don't. Jane, give me an idea. And I'll, and I I'll don't. Just, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess for the guys, again, like, don't expect nothing from the girl. Because some guys will, like, spend a certain amount of money and expect to hit. Like, mm-hmm. come on, man, you can't do that. You can't think like that, man. Have you guys ever been on, like, have you ever been in talks or communications with girls who were, like, aggressive? Aggressive? Mm-hmm. What do you mean, aggressive? In many, sen- many senses, sexually or just, like, pressed. 
to talk to you kind of like all the time, like annoying. Oh, yeah. Oh, that happens. Okay. Yeah. Does that throw you off? Or do you find it flattering? It throws me off. I don't like it. It, it kind of throws me off too. It's just like, all right, what's going on here? Does it like, does does your attraction to her uh, make or break how much you are annoyed by it? <laughs> I knew for James it would be because James could anybody who looks good can do anything they want to James. I'm gonna be very shallow. Not I'm very shallow with y'all. Yeah, I feel she does. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. she could look good, but if she's like, if she has the features I'm looking for, I'd be like, right, I'll put up with it. No, no. Yeah. See, so no. But see that, <laughs> yeah, the so, long so, term for that, yeah. what happens? It could turn into something great. It could turn into something toxic. I don't know, but that's a point. But here, look, here, yeah. I'm gonna say something crazy, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna freaking blow all the women listening's mind right now. Here we go. I'm gonna tell you something now. Let's say, let's say if. <laughs> I, I start to realize, like, there are certain things that she does that I don't like. If my intention is to have sex, I'll put up with it. After two or three times, like, do I really like the sex that much? And that's... That's being a guy. That's... Yeah. It happens a lot. A but not after 30, right? <sighs> At 30, you can actually figure, like, by that time, you can actually figure some things out. Exactly. You don't yeah, have like, trial and error be like, all right, I know what this is. Am I going to do this after the third or fourth time? I don't know. Think about it. You're getting more mature. Your, your mind yeah. is more stable. You're starting to think so about it. So wouldn't that, wouldn't that prompt you to instead, like, not, um, to not engage at all because you are mature, you are refined. Listen, you don't man, need the listen, booty. You, you, you are more it. than than the if cheeks. You, if you got a girl that's coming after you, man, yeah. willing to give you that, I mean, I don't know. That's kind of hard to turn down. You got let me let me tell you something. Let me tell you, let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. My name is James Bond. Right? <laughs> let me tell you something. Right? You know, as a man, sometimes you look at a woman and she has a fat butt, and you're like, wow. I wonder how it look. When it's back shot, Spania going on, right? And say you're right there. <laughs> say you're close to it, right? You're like, damn. damn. I'm gonna walk away from I'm it. Away, I'm gonna like, walk away oh, from backshot like, mania yeah, exactly. because yeah. she fucked around and was late for five minutes on a date. After you, after after you find out what backshot mania is I'm like, and she's late, it's like it's not worth it, bro. I'm, I'm not. That's how it is. Hey, listen, we're gonna, we're gonna have some fun, ladies and gentlemen. My name I'm gonna is see James how much of this problem put up with, bro. So, uh, oh my gosh! I mean, uh, I don't lie to you, G. I, I don't. <laughs> Free lunch, man. Shit. <laughs> yeah. like, we're over here with truth. Yo, you know what I think? One of the things, one of the first, one of the earliest episodes, I was asked to be a little more transparent. Now I'm being transparent. Now, now she's covered. <laughs> <Not exactly. laughs> yeah, you know, now she's like, damn. <laughs> like I don't know what to do. Um, I have something to say, but the words won't come out of my mouth. Just say it, please. Just say so it. I'm just trying. I can't. Well, like I can't it. verbalize it's it. Your I'm show. trying. Um, <laughs> it's your show. It's your oh show. Isn't, isn't the the thin line between what you guys are describing mm-hmm. and what I'm describing called discipline? I feel like it's Heavy. so awesome and yeah. such an awesome quality to say no sometimes. You got to learn how to say no even to... And saying no to stuff you don't want is not hard. It's saying no to stuff that you do want for, this, for the time, the energy... And the toxicity that it may possibly bring you. Why not be a man? I, I get that, but the way society works, you get 
you know, even tore down stuff like that. At least, with, at least with, with your man's and that. Like if I oh, if, if, if not taking yeah, the like, offer. Yeah, like if, if you like 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 if you if if there's this bad chick in front of you, she wants you. She's like, yeah, James, I want you. I got this big old ass. I got these things. I'm gonna put this on you. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that to you. <laughs> but guess what? I'm toxic. James gonna really be like, well, I didn't hear the toxic part. Like, I heard the titties. I'm like, how ass. toxic are you? you know what I'm but then, yeah. <laughs> and then James go back to like Jacques or somebody and tell Jacques like, yeah, I didn't hear it. Jacques gonna be like, what are you? Are you gay or something? Like, what's going on? Like, what, what, what's up with you? Like, he gonna he gonna poke at that man's man <laughs> for days, and I don't know if like I don't know if that that that's I'm not saying it's not allowed. I mean, I get with the discipline part. I would like God. I would I would love to be a more disciplined man. I would love to be that <laughs> shit, man. Like, sometimes. so you guys don't turn down twat. <laughs> typically, <laughs> ninety if if it's if it's being pressed upon you. Pressed, can I give you Can I give you an example? Here we go. But <laughs> can you answer the question first? I mean, I would, but not like I don't know. Depending. Not really. Not really. Okay. Like and this, you, definitely not. Hell, absolutely not. <laughs> let, 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 let me give you an example, right? Not. Okay. So there was a time. It was uh, several years ago. Whatever, whatever time it was. I met this woman, and we were out somewhere, and it was with a group of people. And next after the um, after the whatever event it was, her friend hits me up. And was like, "Yo, my friend likes you." And I'm like, okay. And she's like, so what do you want to do? I'm like, <laughs> nothing. nothing. I was like, because like she was, she's a little bigger, right? So I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like, the I didn't want. The girl was bigger. Yeah, the girl that liked it. So she's like, she's like James. So like, my friend likes you. She kept like her friend kept on texting me. I'm like, dude, like it wasn't within your preference, right? I was like, no, I'm, I'm so in my know, mind. I'm, I'm trying to be nice. This. I'm trying. I'm trying to be nice. I'm like, I'm good. Like, I'm good. Like tell, like I want to tell her. Like I wanted to be bold and just like tell her to go away. But what I was thinking, I was like, I was stupid, right? So I was like trying to like, I don't know if it was, I want to say reverse psychology. So I was like, all right, well, tell her to come to my house and then we'll talk. So the, the friend texted me, what's your address? Wow. <laughs> Aggressive, right? So I'm you like, right. I said, she comes to my house and we're sitting there, we're talking. I want her to be thrown off. I want her to be like, yo, James is a dick. I don't. Oh, okay, okay. So we're she comes to my house. We're sitting there talking, and I was like, "Yo, listen, why did you come here? Are you trying to fuck?" She's like, "Why not?" And I was like, "Wait, that wasn't what you were supposed to say." So, uh, so like, I was just like, she, she's just playing around. She's just trying to like, she's like, right, she sees right. where I'm going with this, right? So she's about to get up and walk away. So I was doing something. I was putting stuff away in my room, and I was like, "If you're if, if you were trying to do that, you'd be naked right now." By the time I get right, so I was like, "By the time I get back." I want you naked. Provoking this woman. Right? So look. I'm in shock listening to I, this. She gets up. She I'm goes, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. She starts taking off her clothes, right? So this is, you know what? This I'm not joking. What he just said, right? What he just said. I'm like, damn. She knows all my friends. She, knows all my friends. she took off all her clothes. And, she and she, nothing? Right? She's going to tell my friends I'm gay. She's going to go tell Jacques. She's going to go tell Jay. It's Jay. She's like, yo, I'll ask that in this man's room. He's gay. And he didn't want. And then I'm like, damn. So I hit, uh, right? <laughs> and then she was like, she was like, um, she was like, hit it from the back. And then, All right. And then she, <laughs> and then she had, and then she, she had like a short butt crack, so I couldn't do it anymore. After oh that. man! Back shots mania went left. Hey man. Oh my gosh! Ladies but you really did smash her. I, I fucked the shit out of her. <laughs> 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 
Ladies and gentlemen, my name is James Vaughn. Oh my gosh, I'm so I, I don't know ass. what this is. I honestly do not. So at that point, I was, I couldn't do it. I, I had to do it. I couldn't say. I couldn't be like, yo. I get it though. That's a, that's a, yeah. Initially, I wanted her to just leave my house. I wanted her to just. So go you were away. trying to turn her off. Yes. Yeah. And it backfired. It backfired, and I yeah. had to. I had to fuck her. Like that's I had that's, to. that's that sexual you, you liberation. Tell a girl, come to my house, man. You know, if she not, comes, not, it's not guaranteed that you're gonna have sex with her. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like I want her to leave. Like, man, fuck this guy. I'm out. Like, all right, good. Whew, you you would have got off like, yo, I'm dating somebody right now. This is not the time. No, but she that would have been a better decision. But she knew though. I don't you know. You should have been, been like, yo, I'm, 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 I'm faithful. I'm I don't, not doing. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that it happened. It went down. <laughs> Backshots mania was like not what I expected. Shopping, Did you yeah. hit it again? No. Don't lie. No, I only did it once. Oh, okay. I only did it once. I was like, shit. So you weren't going to break her heart so or anything? So you did it You did it to protect her heart or you did it to, to protect your rep? Protect my rep. And, okay, so because she was interested in you, what happened after that? Was she still pressed? Uh, Yeah, but it was like, dude, like, you know. What did you, so what was your excuse then after you hit? This is why I don't like you niggas. Like, ex- this is exactly why. I don't really remember. Yeah, but no one told her to go to the house, though. This is true. This is her <laughs> own saying? fault. Like, that's her own fault. But, like, but, this, but you couldn't have the... you. Um, Gene, um, Gene is sitting here telling you... <laughs> I can't even talk. I can't, Gene is telling you all the excuses you could have used. You're saying nah to all of them. And then after I'm, I'm, the fact... I'm saying nah because at the time I wasn't thinking that. Okay. Now it sounds great. Yeah, I should have done it that. It sounds great. Yeah, yeah. But at the moment. So, yeah. so what was your excuse after you hit? Like, to get her off you? Because you said she was still pressed. Like, it was just like, oh, so uh, are you home again? I'm like, nah. No. Like, are you home again? Oh, okay. you know, like, are you home again? Like, nah. <laughs> so I think she got the point then. It was like, all right. Oh, man. Rejection is so hard to deal with. Do you know know what what really happened was? What really happened was no. What really happened was it wasn't like a thing. There were times where she would like hit me up, but what happened was after we did it, she went and told a few people, and I was like, "Man." I was like, I told you not to say anything. Damn. <laughs> I was like, listen, this has to stay. No, between, you didn't tell her it's that. Between me and you. Yeah, I'm like, listen, I, I was like, that's yeah. really mean. Well, how's that mean? <laughs> How like, do you? Sm- I wish a guy would sleep with me and say, don't tell anybody. Yeah, cause I'm like, listen, listen, I'm a really private person. I don't, of course. I don't, yeah, really, yeah, I don't really need. Privacy. I really don't need, you know, my business out there. So like, we're gonna. But yeah. even for a private guy like yourself, that's kind of a bad decision you made there, bro. You could have just said... What would you have done? I would have just said, listen, you're She's not... She's naked, Gene. No, no. I, would, I wouldn't even get that far. The trash is not there. It's like, it's not happening. I'm, I, I'm dating somebody. I'm faithful to leave me alone. That's Mm-mm. it. I can't. But at the I same can't. time, I understand yeah. your perspective. Because imagine if she came yeah. to you and was like, yo, you know James Boney, right? Right, right. Yeah, I was ass naked in his room. <laughs> I can't imagine <laughs> having, <laughs> like, know. relations... With somebody I'm not attracted to. Right. I think that's really sicko for yeah, men but, and women. But I know it happens. Yeah, a lot of, I know a lot of women that do it for, for the bag. Yeah. You know like, or for convenience sometimes. Convenience, yeah. They'll um, deal with the, the sugar daddy or, the, or that guy that's not attractive but paying that rent. Man, one day <laughs> I got to get quietly on here to tell a crazy story. <laughs> 
I can't tell it for her because call her, call her, call her, call her. I, I can't tell it for her because I don't want to. I don't want. Nah, I can't what? put that out. But maybe one day she'll tell that story. Do a call in right now. Um, call on me. the let me see. If ladies and gentlemen, we are calling quietly. Let's see what where Did she is. <laughs> um, look at us trying to be like the Joe Budden podcast. <laughs> Let's see if Quats. she'll answer. Answer <laughs> your phone, Quats. Come on. Come she on. told me she was going out today, so ah. she might um she not might not up. answer. Yeah, she's not picking up. That's all good. Hang up. No, I'm gonna wait. <laughs> you have reached the voice. All right, quietly didn't answer, but next episode, I promise, I'm gonna get her on here to tell that story. Um, it was wild. I don't even. I I don't even. I'm saying she's gonna tell the story. She might not even want to tell it, like to the public. Tell it for us. You hear me? Um, she will tell it. She will. Okay. Anything else that throws you off? I don't like cocky. Let me. Let me. Let me just. You know, shoot my list out here. I don't like cocky men. Um, you can be confident without being arrogant. Stop telling me about everything you have. Um, but I feel like the things that I don't like, I really don't have to deal with them because my radars are really good. And I, I have like a big wall, I think up around me anyway. So like, I don't, I'm not, I don't, is the word permeable? Like when you can't seep through, it's hard to get through that wall. So all the stuff I don't like is mainly stuff that I see. I don't like arrogance. Do not be arrogant. Um, I don't want, I don't know. You know how there's there's also, I, I live my life in memes. That's why I always refer to them, like, every two minutes. But there, there's this meme that says, like, um, the problem is we want a hood, uh, a hood employed, uh, godly, uh, whatever. It's a whole bunch of oxymoronish terms in the type of man we want. And that's how I really feel like I want my man to be. I need him to have all these things, but still be like, you know, a godly man. Not. <laughs> that Maybe that's what I'm going to have to do. Most girls are they five guys and they, I get something from each one. And extract like the extract DNA that, so. from each yeah. of them and build myself a that's man. That might, and you know, in 10 more years, I might be able to build myself a nigga. <laughs> Because that's the way it's going. Um, but I don't know. My list just went blank. That's that's basically all I have. So, with, with the list, or your list, our list, the question I have is, so when, when you are dating, mm-hmm. right, who, who's auditioning for who? I ain't auditioning for nobody. Yeah, I would say mostly man auditioning. Man audition. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm not a dater. I don't think I've ever dated. Like, once I like you, I just stay in love with you for years. In love with you. Um, <laughs> that's No, for real. Seriously. It takes me so hard, like, to get... I don't date. I'm, I just... I don't. That's the yeah, truth. If, like you, if like I you. like you, I'm stuck like on you. you and um, it's just going to take something for me to be unstuck. Um, but, um... Yeah, I think the men are you, but I think some women be out here auditioning. Right, right. You know, um, it's a lot of female, yeah, right. but I don't, I don't really feel like I do. Hmm. Um, I feel like when do you feel like you get to know the real person after how many dates or after how many months? I think after 
couple arguments, maybe second Really? Arguments? arguments? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at that point, that's, you know, arguments all emotion. So you kind of see, I don't I'm not know. saying you see the real person in an argument, you see a part of their personality that comes out that you, you're just not used to because you don't want to, I mean, maybe there's like a couple people who walk around mad all the time, but, you know, I think mm-hmm. arguments and then as far as like a time limit, maybe, you know, after like, what, 60 days? Mm-hmm. Two months or so. If you're if you're long enough to date that person, damn, I you know why? Like I don't want arguments to be a part of any type of future. I don't want the perfect love, but I don't want arguments to be a part of that because I feel like that's probably the the thing I'm most scared of is like allowing a man to make me angry again because I just feel like I have anger issues. Um, so I just feel like. I just don't want you him. Have to... anger issues, dude? Yeah, I have a little bit of anger issues. Is well, are like, you being sarcastic? I'm just or... saying, is it like verbally or is it like physically? Oh, not physically. Not physically. Um, but not, but verbally, my okay. mouth can get a little bit crazy. Right. Um, but I try to, you know, respect men because I just right. with with age has come, you know, maturity. Right. But right. when I'm mad, there's a different, you know, a different me that I'm not. When I'm mad and when I'm drunk. There, oh, yeah. there, yes. <laughs> there's drunk. different yeah. me's that come out, and yes, I hate it. I hate it. Um, I absolutely hate it. So I don't know how long I'm gonna have to fake. Right, right. I don't right. know, or ch- try to keep the peace. Right. Because I think like keeping the peace is not necessarily being fake, but you're not allowing I yourself. Being real either, though, I think to me, I think once you had that argument, then. I mean, you don't want to say nasty things to a person. Of course, you, you want to keep the peace. You want to be respectful. You want to respect your partner. But mm-hmm. I think at the, at, the, at the moment of the argument, you're really like, yo, well, I didn't like this and I didn't like that. You're really coming out with the stuff that you really didn't like. Like, you're actually speaking up about the things that you right. might have not said before. Now you're saying, like, you know, I don't like the way you wash dishes and I don't like the way you make my damn bed, blah, 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 this and that. Like, you know... All the stuff is actually coming out during the argument. That's why I think, all right, now here's the next phase of your relationship or whatever. Now, I, now the next part is starting. So I suppress that a lot because I feel like naturally I'm a very analytical person mm-hmm. and I like everything is annoying to me. Right. Like dead ass, everything is annoying to me. So if I were to be vocal about things that annoy me all day long, I would never stop complaining. And I think that's a toxic trait of mine. Mm-hmm. So I really try to like, you know, let it re- like right. chill because I, I don't want to yeah. be complaining. I got to understand that because I'm analytical in the same way. But to me, it's like, it's like one year, not the other. I, I don't let it bother me anymore. Before, mm. maybe five years ago, yeah. I would have been like, damn, you know, this. It still bothers I hate, me. I hate the way she chews, man. Like, man, I, I can't do this no more. Like, I'm, I'm going to go in the other room and, you know, suppress my feelings and then just not say nothing. Now it's just like, all right. Let me try to check this now. Let me try to say something now. Like, hey, you might not want to do that no more. You but. can't chew with your mouth open if you want to date me. That's that's I hate that. I I absolutely uh, hate it. I hate you it. can you have to be able to chew with your mouth closed. Yep. Period. Silently. Don't get in my car and start um, blasting music. I hate that shit. Really? Don't do that. Like touching your radio. Don't touch my radio. Okay. If you want to hear something play, Ask. I will pass you the aux, and you can play whatever you want, and then we're gonna pick a level. A volume level that we can agree on, and it doesn't matter the comfortability. The comfortability, it like at any stage. Oh, it does not matter. Okay. So you don't like loud music. I like loud music only at certain times of day, or 
when I'm feeling a certain type of way. Mm. I don't like loud music at all. Really? Yeah, at all. I'm not You guys would that. hate driving with me. Right. I'm a gangster. I feel you. <laughs> and it's like, and then be like, why are you so quiet? The music <laughs> is loud as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> My volume stays on crank, and it doesn't matter what time of day. That's, and girls, I noticed that almost all of y'all are like that. Yeah. That's one I, time I, I, I took a trip with a girl. I picked up at 4 a.m. to go to the airport. The last thing I said, what the hell are you doing? It's 4 a.m. in the morning. Like, I don't want to hear this shit right now. She got mad at me. I was like, I don't care if you're mad. I'm not listening to this shit right now. Like, we're not doing it. I'm sorry. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. So no touching the volume, no, touching no the volume. chewing with your mouth no open, um, and that's that's, that's 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 it. That's basically it for me. Um, but this was a good show. Do y'all have any closing words before we leave? I ain't got none. I just want to tell everybody thank you for listening to the District Thirty podcast. Always remember to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend and that friend and their friend to listen to the District Thirty podcast. I appreciate all the listeners. Thank you for tuning in every Monday, faithfully. Gene, what do you do? What is it called? Gene's words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. Homework. Yeah, homework. Do you have any homework? Everybody, just be safe out there. I've seen a lot of. Gathering a lot of parties. Yeah, sometimes I'm just cold for the fatigue. So just mm-hmm. be careful. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. I'll be like the Floridian. <laughs> the Floridian. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know. And you know, so be loved.